Welcome to the Clubhouse. I'm Nathan Halon, and I'm with Tommy Becker and Sam Orndorff. Real talk. What's the best car company, in your opinion? Audi. Like, for, like, it depends. I feel like non I mean, Audi's pretty almost sporty. But German like, engineering? You you believe German engineering is the best? The, I, I just I just love Audis. The like, Audi so. R8 does look nice. No, not not even the Audi. All right, we're talking about, like, reliability. And Audi is the worst okay, company I, to do that. Audi's no, Audi's not. Audi's not bad. Hey. I, I know. You, I know you're gonna say like Ford or like Volvo. Volvo is the best reliable. Or Toyota. Toyota, but Toyota. I'm, I'm gonna say Ford or um, I, Dodge I, Ram. I how did probably I probably Ford. I, I I love the Fords. I would say Porsches, but this is solely because uh, are all the me. amount of Porsches that are just on the road, like compared to the amount that they've sold, I think. Around 80% can still be driven on the road, which is a, just a crazy statistic if you think about it. Yeah, I was. Um, Dude, Porsches are so expensive. I was. Uh, I recently went skiing at Snoqualmie, and as we were like packing up, there's a port like Snoqualmie Pass. You guys know how that's mm, like. Yeah, yeah. So snowy. So snowy. Like a, a Porsche with like a really nice Porsche take-in, with uh with like a ski rack on it, mm-hmm. just drove past us with like wheel like with chains on it. It was so cool. Oh. I just don't like the look of the Porsches, first of all. Plus, really? I don't really think they're very reliable. I've heard they're not very reliable. And, like, then I'm a big off-roading guy. Like, uh, But then I look at, like, off-roading Porsches. I'm like, why would you ever do that? Why you get, like, a, t- uh, a Tacoma or, like, a Jeep or a Bronco? I just don't understand the appeal to that. I mean, no one buys a Porsche and goes, I'm going to go off-road in that. If people buy no, a Porsche, they to, do. like, they do. to buy they a do. Porsche. No, I'm serious. They 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 buy that Porsche to go off-roading it. They put like big tires on it, jack it up, and then they on purposely go off-roading in their in their Porsche tech, uh, Taycan or the, the SUV, and it just looks dumber than hell because it's you know it's like a, a Porsche SUV which has a, a very low like low body. That's it's very made low for clearance. racing. Yeah. yeah, they have just insanely huge off-road tires on it and it just looks super dumb i mean you can make the same argument about can a miata go off-roading i i there's a calvin kalvik you know him he was originally planning on just slamming his miata which i mean slamming miata you know that that, that looks okay I i just don't like miatas anyways but he decided it's cheaper to lift a miata and slam it, which is kind of weird because I feel like slamming you'd have like more parts. Slamming and like the, would be nice for. Like and the economy, like, or not the economy, the market would be so like saturated with like slam kits. I feel like it'd be cheaper to slam it than lift it. But he lifted it because it was cheaper, and he's gonna lift it more. And I'm like, dude, why the heck would you do that? It is like such a bad looking car when it's just lifted, though. Yeah, and then also it's so his car's black, and the like the. The OE, like the factory um, canopy's brown. I mean, you you can pull that off, which P- Porsche has pulled that off many times, but they don't make the roof brown. They make the seats like coffee brown, and it looks extremely nice. Well, like, yeah, a lot of brown, lot, brown lot leather of, seats are always br- like, brown leather so nice. seats are nice. I think one of the nicest interiors I've ever seen is a King Ranch in a Ford, and those seats are insanely nice, dude. They're like. Red leather, like or like the reddish brown leather, it's insanely nice. The, I would say Fords have one of the best interiors in the world right now. Toyotas, I don't like how min, like minimalistic they are. 
Like there, a Tacoma? Yeah. Like, I swear to God, if you've been in Tacoma, you've literally been in a in a forerunner. The same dang interior than like both those and then like it's just like they put a eight inch infotainment system in there and then just a bunch of other plastic parts and then call it a, a day. Just about the infotainment part, I think the use of infotainment is like one of the worst things cars have ever done. Hmm. The, because like in the next 10 years, if you go like today's modern infotainment is just going to look like, how old is that car? Because it will just have advanced so much. I don't like think infotainment in a sense of screens init- initially matters. Like why? Why do you say that? Like look at like just ten years ago, um, they used to have um, cassette players still in them. Yeah. And like, no one our age goes and says, "Oh yeah, I use that a lot." Even if you just look at like the like, the first generation of just screens in cars, they just look like put together in five minutes, and they just don't age well. Like, everything else in a car ages well. Like, doors are never going to be updated. Like, hoods cannot be revamped. They can be redesigned, but, like, they can't, like, lose how useful they become. Yeah. I just want to point out that every car has, like, an outdated car, like, interior. Like, I'm going to say a 1997 Ford Dodge Ram uh, 2500 has an outdated interior. You will never, like, two years from now, it's going to be outdated. Oh, absolutely. My mom has a 2015 Ford Edge, and to nowadays standards, especially with Tesla, Tesla is, like, pushing everyone to have a bigger infotainment center because, you know, they have a 24-inch. It's it's humongous. There's there's no feasible reason to need that big of a screen. Yeah, so, like, no one—also, at some point, I think it's a distraction. Oh, absolutely. Like, Tesla is a distraction. I mean— why the heck would you put games on it? I mean, you have <laughs> you have you have the the self driving feature, but you should you should be still watching the road. I mean, the Mach E, which is must, which is Ford's competitor, they have a self driving feature, but it requires you to be looking forward, and yeah. it will if if there's any car next to you, it requires you to have your hands on the wheel in case that you need to take over. Yeah, which and- I think is. Tesla should implement because the amount of crashes they've had in the last month alone as they've been rolling out the software for self-driving like fully is insane. And I fully believe that that's a good idea from Ford. That is a good idea from not having lawsuits coming, right? Because Tesla's had many lawsuits going that way, and it's not good. And also, maybe when it gets way more advanced— what, you still have people manually driving their cars, and then you're just trying to, like, throw in AI or, like, computer. It's not going to go well. H- humans and computers don't match very well, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think Tesla will start to roll out, like, there, ha- there will start being requirements if you're just, if you're self-driving. Because everyone's seen the videos of people just feet up on the dash, like, laying down on their phone, feet out the window. And it's been like, there's no way someone can make smart decisions in such a stupid just position. Well, when you're in that fetal position, you can't do anything, too. Like, if you're trying to, like, brake, so, like, if a semi slams its brakes, I'm going to reach the brake, too. Like, I have—I don't know. I, I, I will never buy a Tesla. I will 
I will never buy a Tesla. I probably will never buy an electric car. It's not because I'm not green. It's because I don't believe that electric is the way. I think hydrogen is going to be the next leader. I mean, there's hydrogen uh, Toyotas coming out, and I think it's going to be a better, greener way because what is like the what's the grid run on right now? The grid in terms of just like renewable electricity is a lot of um, solar and just um, dam but, power. And but wind. solar's not effective. Solar is one of the least effective ways of energy. I mean, it's like, what is it, a 10-year lifespan until you have to switch out? And then plus, you can't recycle those solar panels. Those It has toxic materials in them. So you have to put it in a landfill, which is exactly what we're trying to stop. We're trying to stop having landfills because we have a massive island that's the size of damn Texas in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And what we should be doing is looking at other ways. It's going to be hydro and nuclear and then eventually fusion. Those are the only three ways. Wind, if you go to eastern Washington, how many wind turbines do you actually see running? There's thousands out there, and I see one or two. I've been to eastern Washington. And that is a, a shame. I mean, but just in terms of cars, though, electric cars c- can accelerate faster and can get up to speed faster, which is a nice but I, I feel like that doesn't really matter. I, don't, I but actually think that's a safety is, concern. That's a safety concern, too. But I don't think that applies to anyone unless you're going to a drag strip and trying to drag race. But the also problem with electric cars nowadays is if one catches on fire, the lithium batteries, you can't put them out. I was talking to my cousin who's a firefighter, and he was like, when there's a Tesla and it goes up in flames, you just take out the lawn chairs because you, you physically can't put it out as the fire will just lithium when it burns creates more oxygen so it just keeps self-igniting and the best way to just get is to just let the fire die out and burn the whole tesla there's no saving it yeah i mean hydrogen you might have an excuse about like you know what happened with um that blimp but like blowing it up (laughs) but you know i believe there's also a factor that there's safety features i mean toyota's Toyota's releasing their first hydrogen car right now in California. And I think that's that's how it's going to go. The The whole acceleration, better acceleration and all that, that's just dumb. Because you're going to have someone else that has a gasoline car or diesel that's going to be slower accelerating, and they're just going to ram right into them. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it happen. It's And then people with electric cars like to just like hit the, hit the gas or hit the electricity. So, I mean, it's just... In my opinion, electric is not the way. It's hydrogen or diesel. Diesel is actually a little better than gas. I mean, look at your look at Europe. They 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 are primarily on diesel, not gasoline. Gasoline has far less mile, uh, miles per gallon than diesel because diesel has a. It's I mean it's also has a less. Um, the refining process of diesel is not as energy. Uh, I do like gas, and I drive my. My sister's car right now, whipping around the block. Got told to slow down on East Mercer yesterday. <laughs> the lady started walking her dog and she started like waving her hand up and down. I'm like, you want me to go faster? You want me to go faster? I started revving my engine for her. Are you guys on um, Nextdoor? I love Nextdoor. Oh my Nextdoor. god, I, I gotta check Nextdoor. I might be on that. I, I love checking Nextdoor. It's my favorite app currently. I mean, the amount of crap people just Dude. put on it. I, I have to imagine a lot of it is fake. There's no way it's. it's in a sense, real. 
All right, so this has been episode two of the Clubhouse. Thanks for listening, and make sure to tune in at 4 p.m. on Monday next week.